your energy is not going to match the situation all the time. But being aware of that and conscious of that, I think changes your whole outlook on a quote unquote fight. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. I was just going to go straight back. into it. I wasn't even going to say hi. Oh. Welcome back to the I was ready. Club. Cheyenne Thank and Kara here. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, Are you back in better than ever? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but, um, so I did a thing last week. Oh, here we go. Y'all, we need a dollar every time Tara hits us with the, I did a thing. I, a thing. I bought a thing. So, Okay. I just got a package. One, one. I did two things actually. But let hear me out. Liquid IV had a big sale last weekend. It was okay. buy three get one free. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. I feel like it's a decent deal, right? Uh-huh. So I have four giant packs of Liquid IV now, but I got two new flavors. <gasps> was I one got... sea berry? Yes. <gasps> I saw the it's, ad for it. It's in here right now. I'll bring you one because it's pretty fucking scale, good. On a scale of one to ten, um, it's probably about a seven. All right, I'm here for it. Actually, so right. technically, I have tried three new flavors. What flavors <laughs> recently? Because I got the Concord grape at the grocery store and like the little boxes. Mm-hmm. Fire, delicious. <laughs> I could drink it all day long. But the sea berry also fire. I don't know what a sea berry is. I had to Google it. but it's I mean, I also didn't know when I saw the ad for it. It's like citrusy, but tart, but like a little sweet. It's delicious. It like hits all the notes. Okay, but, so I'm going to need one when I see you this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring you one this weekend. Um, I also got the pina colada, Ooh. which is also fire, especially with the weather we've been having. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm so happy with Definitely all the getting giving summer. Yeah, it's delicious. You know what's so funny about that is today I was on the Liquid IV website because I convinced my work to supply them for us because it's been oh, so hot. Nice. <laughs> I've convinced my bosses to buy like I was she like said, these guys are dying out here. We need to get them, you know, like some electrolytes or something. We got to get these boys hydrated. And then she's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. We should, because, you know, we have like popsicles and things to keep them cool, right? We have ice. Right. Popsicle, I was like, no, but these boys don't even drink water. Like, we got to. Right. You know? And then she's like, I don't even drink them. Where do I? I was like, I got you. She said, one second, please. Type, 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 type. What flavors do I want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we've definitely ordered four separate types. And I was on the website today because she's like, maybe we could just buy them in bulk since we've been buying them so much. <laughs> Also, if you're listening to Liquid IV, please make a bulk section because I convinced my right. work. I know. Honestly, <laughs> to start buying. I I bet if you emailed them, they would probably give you some sort of like deal. Actually, because know, yeah, we were obviously large amounts, but yeah, I can't get enough of this sea berry. It's been the one I've been drinking the last few days. Really? So yeah, it's delicious. I have my water bottle in my car from earlier today at work, and it has passion fruit in it. <laughs> oh, I love the passion fruit one. That's like my OG favorite. Y'all, and if then, you're not on Liquid IV, we are not sponsored, but here we are. But like Liquid, Liquid IV, IV, if you want to sponsor, I won't be mad. 
I know. They are um, honestly all pretty fire and great for hangovers, even though I don't drink anymore. They are still great for hangovers. They're they're the best for everything. I had one on my desk the other day, and my boss is like, oh, liquid IVs. I love those. And I said, yeah, they're great. And he goes, yeah, I always have them on Monday mornings because I drink on the weekends. (laughs) (laughs) See, I mean, that's how... I go, yeah, it's like the first thing I pack when I go on vacation. Yeah, I was like, that's how we found out about them. Right. And then I also got the Yuzu Pineapple Energy ones because those ones are delicious. I do love those. you got me on. Yeah. So those are the four flavors that I got. But like with the discount, it ended up coming out to be like $18 for the big packs. Mm -hmm. So I thought that's a good deal because they were like $24, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good deal. So you paid like $75 instead of $100. Yeah. That's pretty good. $25. Yeah. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah. They are pretty fire. Now I have liquid IV for the next like four months. So Y'all just saying my favorite flavor is the golden cherry. My favorite one yet. I haven't had the golden cherry yet. You fucked up. You know. <laughs> I, I went back and I went back and forth on that one for a while. Well, That's yeah, the next, one that I've tried the next time there are three for <laughs> next time there buy three, get one. Buy three, free. get one. Because <laughs> they also have the new sugar-free flavors. They have like white peach mm-hmm. and green grape. I don't know about this green grape one. I don't like grape. A little but, odd. Yeah. But they were both sold out. So mm. and I just got an email. They just started doing liquid IV for kids. Kids, I yeah. saw that. What the heck? And the y'all, if you can't really... tell, we're pretty invested. I can't get enough of it. Oh um, goodness. Anyway, so the second thing I did, I guess actually, there's like three things I did. <laughs> so keep them coming. Number two. I was thinking about this weekend and what I was gonna wear and like what shoes I was gonna wear. I was like, I don't know if I really have anything. It's going to be warm. I was like, let me just see what coupons I have in my email. Old Navy got me again. (laughs) Yo, Old Navy has you by the fucking neck, bro. It's just because it's so cheap. Like, the most expensive thing I bought was $8. (laughs) That's the most expensive thing I bought. Mm-hmm. And I've got like three dresses, two pairs of shorts coming, a couple other, some t-shirts. <laughs> and the most expensive thing was $8. <laughs> but when I did that, I also got an offer for HelloFresh. Okay. So my first box was $16. Okay. So three meals, two servings each. For me, that's six meals for $16.99. Okay. So I feel like I had to do it. I mean, yeah, and you've done HelloFresh before. Right, and I love it, and it's great, and it's easy, and the amount of money I'm spending at the grocery store is ridiculous. Uh-huh. So I haven't looked at, like, what my price per box is going to be now after the promo for the $16 box, mm-hmm. but there's a possibility that I'm going to keep it going for the winter. I mean, I feel like those programs, like HelloFresh or whatever the other ones, those uh-huh. food programs really work when you stick to it. Well, yeah, and and you like, stay out of the store like they do. Right. They do be working. Like when I did it before, I didn't go grocery shopping mm-hmm. at all, unless there was like something specific that I wanted. Right. You no, know, I didn't go to the grocery store more than probably like once every two months. And where did you get this discount from? Like an old navy purchase? Yeah, it was from my old navy purchase. I got like an email offer, and then I also got old navy cash because I spent a certain amount of money. So now I have $20 to spend in Old Navy next month. 
Oh my goodness. Which I've never used the old Navy cash. I never like. Listen, after this, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> done. Oh goodness. Were those uh, a good thing? Yeah, those are those the three like, flavors. The things old that I Navy did. got your ass again. And then now you're back on HelloFresh? I think so. Um, well, at least for right now. Yeah. I did do another thing last night, but it did not involve spending any money. Ooh. In fact, it involved somebody from the past who I've recently mm-hmm. connected with. Told you. Who's this person? You. I told you. <clears throat> Does he have a cat? Yeah. <laughs> the tea. I wish you guys could see her face. Oh I my have been goodness. dying. Just talking- Listen. I knew I wanted to tell you while we were recording because I wanted your like genuine reaction, but I have been dying for 24 hours not texting you. And I couldn't oh tell anybody else because I knew they would have like been like, hey, do you know who this guy is she's talking about? Like, I couldn't. And I was like, oh my God. I love this. Was but... it true? Did we talk about that on here? The cat? The TikTok? I don't, I think maybe. Oh, I can't remember. Okay, y'all. So like a few weeks ago, she said she strolled upon this TikTok that was a page for a cat with the same name as somebody she used to fuck with cat's name. And it's a very distinct name. It's not like Spot. Like Yeah, like. And the description of the profile is the story behind his name, which is also really why I was like, oh, that's exactly be. what he, like, it has to be. Mm-hmm. So I messaged him. Yeah, we um, had to have been on here because if you don't message him right now. Or maybe it was right before recording. I can't remember. Fuck. Anyway, yeah, y'all, I, I told her to message him. I was yeah, like, so you have couple, to know. We have to find out. So a couple weeks ago, I messaged him and I just said, like, his name with a question mark, right? Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, what's up? How are you? And we were just, like, shooting the shit. Like, what's going on? Oh, he on? knew right away. You? Yes. <laughs> the second you said his name, he yes. was like, hey. Yes. I love that. So, like, we were talking about work and what we're doing, you know. Just, like, catching up, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it was last night. Oh, so he asked me, like, where I was living now. He told me where he's living. Real close. To like, me. To me. Mm-hmm. Like, max 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, closer to me than our other friend's house before she moved. Oh, like, close, close. Yeah. Okay, y'all. In close proximity to her now. Right. So, and I was, because he, when he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, that's not very far at all. He parted my message. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So that was Thursday. Was that yesterday? What's today? No, Today's sorry. Thursday. That was, I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was Tuesday night at like 10 o'clock okay. Tuesday night. And then nothing Wednesday. So then yesterday, I was getting ready for bed and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to shoot my shot, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, so this is, I'll read you word for word this text message. Oh. I said, so I'm a very different person than I was when we met five years ago. I'm pretty busy. I have a lot going on. But if you're interested in getting to know each other again and like meeting up for coffee or something, text me. And I gave him my phone. Okay. She went, she's being big, bold. And then I turned my phone off and said, please, God, don't make a sound. I cannot look at my phone again. Do not disturb everything. <laughs> so th- this morning, he said, yeah, I'm busy as well, you know, with like my job, my business I'm starting, whatever. And he's like, but we've already got it popping. So I don't know why you're tiptoeing around. That's what he said? 
Yes. You're tiptoe. That was tiptoeing? Apparently. Yeah. He's okay. like, we have already got it popping. We passed the tiptoeing around. Okay. I mean, y'all are. Yeah. And I said, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just not the like random hookup kind of girl anymore. And I go, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. That's just not really who I am anymore. Right. His reply was, I mean, that got nothing to do with me. Okay. That was it. I haven't said anything back to him. <laughs> I mean, he was like, so I low-key got defensive for a minute. Because I was like, you could have just, like... just said, nah, I'm cool. Or just not said anything at all. Or like, what, are, what does this mean? I mean, that's what I mean. That's why I said I feel like that's hella dry. Because in a world with good communication right he would be like i'm so glad that you've been working on yourself like like i'm happy to see right and that's the thing is that he's the guy that when we talked prior like the five years ago it was like full-on adult conversation it wasn't what you're doing where you at it was always like how's your day what's going on in your life like adult conversations so like to get this response so read me the last two replies again he said, said I'm busy as well. I have my career and my business, and we have already got it popping. We pass the tiptoeing around stage. LOL. Okay. And I said, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just not the random hookup kind of girl anymore. I mean, it was fun when we did it before, but that's just not who I am anymore. Right. And his reply was, I mean, that's got nothing to do with me. LOL. I mean, you could just be like hella blunt with it and be like, not yet, comma. It has everything to do with me with like the little nail manicure thing, like the little sparkles, you know? Because <laughs> I'm over here like, are you interested or not? Because I don't have time to play. Well, right. So if you say if something that's like hella you I will focused. make time. And if you are not, let me know. Yeah, I definitely think you should just say, I mean, you know, maybe not, you don't have to say like not yet uh-huh. or something like that, but you should definitely like turn it like make him know that you're being selfish as fuck and like you are focusing on you you know yeah does that make sense i'm trying like not to have that like defensive reaction i mean it is a terrible response on his part so i've been sitting on this for nine hours (laughs) i mean or you could just not respond and then wait for him to message you back i mean that's part of where i'm at now is like just don't but there's also that part of me that was like five years ago i really was like crushing on this guy there was just a lot of shit happening right you know you were half homeless we were running around the town and then we moved in it was together. An interesting time. Like, you know, right. It was a lot happening. And like, so I don't know. So then, so if you want to respond, say something like that, where you say, because he says that ain't got nothing to do with me. Say, not yet, like dot, dot, dot. Currently, it only has everything to do with me or something like that. It's like the little like princess little emojis. Because yeah, if you say not yet, this healed Tara, this not hoeing around Tara could be very much his business. I mean, it could be. Or you could just leave the princess part out and just say not yet. Just dry as fuck. Do you want it to be your business or not? Like, what's going on here? You just can't give them, like, a yes or no question. Right. And I also don't want to make it be like, so, like, do you want to be my boyfriend? Like, you know? Right. That sounds like you can't (laughs) can't give them a yes or no. I'm not trying to be that girl either. If you respond, I need a screenshot of your response. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, oh, God. Active now. He hasn't been active since he sent me this message. Nine hours ago? Yeah. That's funny. Well, well, I guess we'll never know. Oh, no, you guys. We'll have to come back and get an update about Catboy. 
Can you guys um pop in the DMs and tell me what to say? I'm not <laughs> what good makes sound at not being eager. the hoe. What makes her sound eager, but not like a slut and not like she's trying to wife him? <laughs> because literally I could drive to his house right now, bang it out real fast, and come back and finish recording this. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know if you want to go bang it out or if you want to go over and get down on one knee. <laughs> Here we are like, I had a crush on this thing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like um, I'm being punished. Could easily be. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Y'all. All right. Well, we will come back with that. I mean, I could just go. I mean. I mean, you just respond with anything is better than a yes or no question. Should I just send him my this, opinion. you know, the shoulder? I mean, you definitely budget? could. I mean, that's kind of saying what I was saying is like the not yet or like. It could be. It could be. Or yeah, like anything of the sort. Just like. Right. A fun flirtatious message. If you will. Okay. I'm going to say it could with the shrug emoji and... Because if, if he wants to take you on a date, he'll ask you, right? Right. You don't got to tell him. So... Shrug emoji. I feel like that will be plenty. And just the shrug emoji? Are you not saying any words? I'm just saying it could. Well, almost said I could, not it could. So that could have been bad. Uh no yeah just say it with a shrug he was dry as fuck so you can't be extra as fuck okay okay well now my life's over so I love it well um, all right y'all okay. <laughs> okay no 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 before we get into it I also saw something today that I'm so interested in because we know how Cheyenne likes her dark romance books there is this girl that I, I that always pops up my TikTok I don't think I follow her but she always pops up my TikTok she got approval from like two or three art uh authors uh-huh to do like a live action porn of the mo- the book oh <gasps> is one of them the a book you've read or that you want to read or do you know what the, yeah about? uh i i can only re- i think she said that sick love was one of them uh-huh and i have read that yeah that's one of the ones you recommended uh-huh and our rec and then the other one was not one that I read, but also a very popular author in the dark romance world. Huh. So she like actually like reached out to the authors, like got approval to like make porn scenes or like a like porn movie re-enact. essentially about yeah. the books. And that's so lit to me. This girl's fantasy so coming lit. for you guys. You just see her face light up. Yo, honestly, I'm so stoked. Okay, so like obviously there's some parts that involve like pew pews and like things that obviously a lot of websites aren't gonna be like down for right so they still have to like work out a way to do it yeah yeah work around some regulations because like some of the books begin dark but i just think it's so cool that because it's not something you can make a movie because it literally doesn't work it will literally Mm -hmm. be porn right so the fact that like a porn artist or porn star porn artist is like going out of their way to reach out to these authors to get approval Mm -hmm. to you know use their script as right a script and then really be able to perform it that's so sick to me i mean that is like a really kind of cool concept that this person like put that much work into it because she was that big of a fan of these books yeah because she's already a fan and she just happens to already be a porn star i was like that's right. sick as fuck, sick yeah, as fuck. and they'll be dope. like in churches and shit like some of the uh she posted like t- like funny tiktoks of like her and like a couple of the guys around her Mm-hmm. like dress is the part that they will be playing and they were like in a church and i was like i literally love this i side, literally side love, like they're really doing it 
Have you ever done anything in a church? No, just behind a church. I bet you I ain't never been inside of a church. <laughs> but behind a church, yes. Oh. Like leaning up against it, yes. Have you done oh. anything inside of a church? Not inside, but definitely outside. Yeah. In the parking lot, all the all the stuff. <laughs> you got to go in the church to fuck around the church, you know that? <laughs> Anywho, we got to get okay. into this. Okay, well, let's get into this. Let's go. <laughs> Be honest here for a second. When uh-huh. was the last time you got into a fight with somebody that was not giant? Like an actual disagreement, argument, said fight. Somebody's needs weren't met. Like like in my personal life, in my work life, or just in general. The last person you fought with that was not named Cheyenne. Uh, Thursday at work. We've made it four days, y'all. Four days in counting. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> let's dive into this a little bit, ma'am. Because you know what doesn't happen in Cheyenne's life? I don't fight with coworkers. So let's unpack this Must a little be bit. Nice. <laughs> Let's unpack this a little bit. Uh-huh. Why were we arguing with a coworker? So there are a handful sure, sorry. of sorry, sorry. There are a handful of people that work around me but do not actually work in my department. Okay. Okay. Some of them spend a lot of time not working, but rack up overtime like no other. Uh-huh. Like they're not actually doing anything. So they're just like getting paid for free. And it gets okay. frustrating for a lot of other people in that department that are working hard. Okay. But those people don't know how to speak up. So, so Tara so came in. And- I I spoke up for them to their manager and then we kind of got into it. But part of that was because then my mom got involved and my mom really gets me riled up sometimes. So you and your mom were arguing with somebody's manager. It's her manager, actually. So you and your mom were arguing with her manager. Uh Uh-huh. How is this real? How is this real? If you knew the manager, you would get it. He just has that personality. I mean, he's fighting back, obviously. So that tells me he's not a good manager. So, but part of that, again, my mom got involved. So like what I wanted to say which did not have to be an argument. It was more of an observation. So what I want to say got cut off by my crazy mom because she just like went in and went off. Okay. So then I just turned around and walked away from this whole thing because they ended up pulling in another person. And I was like, this is not my fight anymore. And I turned around in my chair. You decided you weren't going to die on that hill anymore? Well, but then the next morning, me and that manager did have like a one-on-one talk. And I could say, hey, what I was going to say yesterday was X, Y, and Z. And I'm just trying to help the situation. And he goes, no, I... And then he, of course, was like, no, I get it. I totally understand it. Like, what you're saying makes sense. But, you know, just at the time, it was just like more explosive. Right. It was was just like one of those things where when you get so frustrated, you just like say the thing that everybody is thinking. Mm -hmm. But like, there's a reason nobody is saying it. And like, maybe you shouldn't have said it, but you said it anyways. I swear to God. Well, I'm so thankful that it's not happening. This but, manager is also a little bit flirty with some of our other employees. Mm-hmm. And again, that's just like part of his personality. Like everybody knows that if like somebody that's like super pretty got hired, it's because he hired her, not because oh, anybody so else like hired them. The cherry on top of like already. Right. So then I like pulled the whole, well, nobody tells you this stuff because you were hanging all over her and you guys are BFFs. And he's like, I purposely don't come over here so people won't say that. And I said, that makes makes it even worse because you know you're doing it i mean it sounds like this manager just isn't fit for a management position no he's not he's not he he gets super overwhelmed and he like gets really defensive about like, a lot of things versus just and like, like just is reactive yeah oh 100 he's he will take small things and blow them up more than i do and that's saying a lot <laughs> that is i was like okay now now <laughs> I'm so how did the how did you guys like end up resolving this like you walked away from the initial 
I mean, yeah, Bye. so the initial showdown, if you will, I literally just sat in my little wheelie chair and turned around and started just working on my computer. I was like, I don't know what's happening behind me. I don't know what's going on anymore. And then it wasn't until like the next, it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until the next morning when I saw him and I was like, hey, do you have a minute? Like, I just want to make sure that you understand that I wasn't trying to cause this problem. This is what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And it was him saying, yeah, I get it. I know. Like just validating that like he can see like the good reason that you were bringing it up. Right. And he's like, I understand that you're just trying to help. And it's one of those things where it's like the job that these people are doing, I did for years. So I know how to do the job. Right. So when things aren't getting done right and I'm like, hey, this isn't getting done right or they don't know what they're doing. It's well, how do you know? Because I've done the job. Right. Like now you have things to take. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, just because you did it this way doesn't mean that's the way that they're going to do it. I'm like, but that's the right way. Because that's my other problem is that the way that I do things is the right way. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. (laughs) Yeah. Whole other topic. Um, But after you guys like took space and then like came back to the conversation, you guys were like able to have it in a. Yeah. And then later on, later on that day, he told me that I was working really hard and he appreciated all my hard work and handed me a envelope with a bunch of cash in it nice i mean i guess it's a good outcome of an argument i mean i'm here for it if every argument ended up with an envelope of cash in my hand i'm glad it took the turn well yeah i mean and it was also like last week was our big like month end week so it was like our busiest week we're have been so slow so we're not anywhere near our sales goals so everybody's stressed out and i ended up staying hours late on friday to make sure everything got done and that was really a big part of the like little bonus I got was, you know, staying late and making sure it all got done. But yeah, it was nice to be recognized for all the hard work I actually do, even though a lot of people think that I don't really work that hard. I mean, somebody's seeing it, obviously. Right. So that was nice. Someone's validating that. But yeah, sometimes I just let my feelings get in the way, you know? And then again, my mom being there, she just riles me up even more. Makes it worse. So when you're you're in, we're going to use this because it happened so recently. Uh-huh. Um, as an example, what about your mom being there made fighting? Because this could have been, this whole situation could have been a fight that wasn't necessarily a fight. You could have, you know, said your uh-huh. observation and opinion and right. what you saw in the beginning. And then that could have just been it. Him be like, I understand where you're coming from. You know, I'll take X, Y, and Z steps to, uh-huh. you know, get the solution to where it needs to be you know right but instead of that you said your mom showed up and well, now it's like some wwe you got a person in your so, corner like tap right. her in type shit so part of it is said manager gets very defensive over said other employee so he instantly is on the defense as soon as you say hey that person instant defense mode so it's already tense so then my mom has had a lot of issues with said employee previously so then when she comes up and hears me talking about that person she just goes in on all of the stuff oh so she just like lay down she's like this is my time to shine and then just like right. vomit and she's like well shit if we're person. talking about this one let's go at let's really go at it let's, let's talk really about it yeah. it all out yeah and you know my mom vents to me about a lot of stuff so i'm like yeah and you said da 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 and she's like yeah and then you said da 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 and i'm like yeah and i heard you said like you know it just goes back and forth when she's around y'all you guys and me like you guys y'all and myself are thinking the same thing this girl we talk about tara sits here and talks about this and that about her mom all day long and then the second somebody says anything about her mom they're like fucking rottweilers in this bitch go 
<laughs> going at Listen, it. I can't stand her, but she gave birth somebody to me, else. So you know. <laughs> no, I love saying that because that shows like you guys do have a relationship that's that has some sort of structure, you know, so that you guys can be on I the mean, same page. Yeah. Whether it's attacking somebody else, probably not the best way, but like y'all are there, you know, like there is hope. <laughs> There's something um, there. There's some sort of like, you know, inner thing there. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's exactly what I was trying to get to is because everyone has like triggers that happen during, before the build up to the aftermath uh-huh. of an argument or discussion or, you know disagreement and in that moment you kind of just described like not your trigger but the thing that like really pushed you was your mom and I was just curious like your reasoning why that like really sent you every <laughs> and you just like started every time like, wild over it's here. always it's always my mom no um I mean, one of my biggest like things that I hate not well, I don't want to say hate that's a strong word one of the things that like really I guess triggers me is when I'm like hey can I talk to you about said thing Mm -hmm. and then that person gets super defensive right away which is a little bit interesting because as soon as anybody brings anything up to me I instantly get defensive (laughs) no no no. but hold hold this thought that you're talking about right now about yourself but then continue with the story and we'll come back to it because I think both are going to be really valid points no I just feel like like if I go to somebody and I'm like hey I noticed this or hey can we talk about something x y like if that person gets defensive and Mm -hmm. is like instantly on the defense I instantly go into attack mode. Like you start, I mean, so this is like the case, this is a very like common thing. And this happens with everybody because if you're, if you don't have your listening ears on, for example, mm-hmm. you're going to hear something and you're not going to hear it as this person has valuable information that I need to take in to then better right. said situation. They hear it as I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Right. So when you say something like, Hey, I need to talk to you. He heard, he didn't hear, Hey, some people are feeling taken advantage of right. because of other coworkers are you know doing nothing but getting paid more or whatever the case is mm-hmm. he heard as a manager he's not right you're you know distributing favorites. work to my yeah 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 so going taking that and then going back to why you do it <laughs> would you say that you understand why you get so defensive that I like you don't part of it is one I had like not being like good enough as a trigger for mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. So the instant somebody like critiques something, I instantly take it personally. Like I'm not good enough, or like, like I'm it's, like, not straight to that, right? Like straight to you're not good enough. Not like hey, this little tweak would help, <laughs> right? Like I instantly take everything personal, and it's like a personal attack on who I am as a human being. Not like <laughs> like you're a disgusting hey, person because I know that like you probably didn't mean this. Or, hey, when you say this this way, it kind of, like, I instantly take it as I am the worst person on the earth and I should just disappear. (laughs) You and many of us, babe. (laughs) Because I am, if you catch me in the right moment, I'm a very good listener. But if Mm -hmm. the situation is not presented to me with all of the facts in that very initial sentence, Uh if you don't get to the point and, like, get to what I did that directly affects this and then why this way or here's a solution and then how it makes it better. If you don't give me that full sentence up front Mm -hmm. and I get parts of it, then I like kind of make up the story in my head prior to, yeah, prior to like Mm -hmm. figuring out what the actual issue is. And by the time that I hear the actual issue, I'm so like bottled up and like stuck in this chaos of like what I've created and like 
kind of attaching that one hurt feeling to like all of these other sections of said relationship yeah does that make sense so like let's say for me and my significant other you know like if we if he comes up to me and says hey my feelings are hurt when you did this it upset me because of x y and z maybe you could try this way it'll benefit me because of x y z i will then get the whole thought before i can like fill in the blanks right you know this isn't fucking hangman i'm not trying to guess over here versus the you were a bitch today well why yeah like, like what? What did I do? How, am or I like that the silent, awful? the silent treatment. Yeah. And then you're just like coming up with all these things and like why you're getting treated this way, you know? And you have no idea that in a lot of situations you have no idea that like what the other person's thinking or like what's correlating to this like standoffish energy or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely that way. I get very triggered as well by things, basically people saying I'm doing shit wrong. Mm-hmm. If it's not but said not- in like the perfect way, right? <laughs> Like, if it's not a detailed description of what you did, how you can fix it, how it made this person feel, and how they would feel if you did it the other way. If it's not laid out like that, that, you're just like, go. (laughs) Well, I won't necessarily, like, straight throw hands, but I definitely, like, my listening ears definitely, like, close off. And there's, like, a cat to like how I'm gonna perceive the information in in like a positive light you know she's lying she's gonna throw hands <laughs> I mean I might still throw hands but like it might just be for a hug you feel <laughs> it could be for a hug or a fight it depends what you <laughs> no yeah. but I think that's I think that's with everybody though is like you all have some we all have some sort of like level of openness and then mm-hmm. some version of like being closed off to Right. Whatever the issue is, you know, it could yeah. simply be a couple words closing you off the second you hear I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, or like a you statement. No one yeah. wants to hear a you statement and you then statements? just willingly be like, I did what? <laughs> the you statements. What did I do? What did I do? Tell me about it. <laughs> and again, it just goes straight back to like my childhood trauma of feeling like I'm not good enough. So the second somebody points something out, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm not good enough. I'm a shitty person. I get it. I'm the worst person on the face of the earth. I'm aware. Thank you for pointing it out. (laughs) Well, okay. You statements particularly are very, I feel like that's like a, just a hard topic in general. When I say, Hey, when you did this, it hurt my feelings. If you don't make it to the, you hurt my feelings part. Mm -hmm. All you heard was here you go you fucked up yeah or you you know you could have done that you could have done you know you should have you could have you didn't whatever the case is Mm -hmm. again just like filling in the sentence right you just make up the scenario in your head versus when I could have said my feelings are hurt because of like whatever the situation is but like if you start it's just like simply how you position the conversation yeah I mean that's a lot of it is like learning how to communicate in a way that works and learning how to put learning that (laughs) I think everybody is but also like learning how to put words together that don't come off in a way that might make somebody feel indifferent or hurt or attacked or Mm. invalid that's like easy to like be reciprocated right it's easy to to digest Mm-hmm. but i no, also communication is... no go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead um, no, you go. i was just gonna say i know the second word nice we're like too nice we're like no you go no you <laughs> the other time those like, people at the, like the four-way stop no go ahead no you go ahead no you go ahead no 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 please go no 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 i insist you go y'all if that happens in your city 
I need y'all to let us know because everyone says it's just the state that we live in. You hear anyone from any other state? They're like, people drive fucking weird here. Yeah, anyway. I don't think that happens in else. I think it only happens here. I agree. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying is I've been talking to my therapist a lot recently about mm-hmm. communication specifically on just how to get your point across and how to get a hard conversation through without overwhelming yourself and the other person before the thought even makes it to the table yeah because obviously confrontation with certain people might be easier than uh, confrontation with other people and myself I typically don't have problems with confrontation but I know that some things I say come off regardless of like my words could be perfect but Mm -hmm. if my like body language is slightly in the wrong way yeah or if you're given the person slightly different right like given the person that might be taken like I said a hard view statement yeah you know like it really just is situational and me not coming off as the nicest person in fucking general right (laughs) this is just something that like I run into where I say it would make me feel better if this process was done this way right that could come off as like Cheyenne's too needy or Cheyenne is too controlling she needs to have things xyz you know what I'm saying like depending how it comes off both things are true like but regardless (laughs) (laughs) exactly my point it just like really depends and in some relationships, that's always not, that's not always like marked correctly. And I've mm-hmm. mentioned this to my therapist. So she's been going over like just processes to really like grasp the conversation. Cause I don't know about y'all, my internal monologue, she'd be fucking sprinting. So like when I know I'm going to have a conversation, I'd be having that conversation 10,000 times in my head prior to having it. Every possible response, every like like prompt sentence I'm gonna have every like reaction like I replay that shit like it's a fucking song you know right and then it like just makes you sick yeah and then at the time of the conversation that's supposed to be all these bullet points that I have or like topics Uh that I know I want to bring up or ideas that I want to get across uh, some of them will get there but the other ones are like washed away because I've spent so much energy Mm-hmm. figuring out how the situation is going to pan out and try right. to find the answers prior to the fucking having the conversation prior to the you person know? giving you the answers because those <laughs> yeah. answers are probably very different than anything you had in your head so then you're like well fuck i don't have a flow chart for this answer <laughs> that's exactly how it is like a whole fucking excel sheet like god and it's just like a hot mess <laughs> and if i was your therapist i would classify that as an anxiety I mean, she's definitely said, I think you have anxiety. I mean, (laughs) but it's undiagnosed. So we're here. This is where we're at. On the contrary, though, she said, I do have very good communication skills. I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's part of why you and I have been friends for so long and have only had a handful maybe even less than a handful of Mm -hmm. days where one of us said something that the other one didn't like, so we didn't talk to each other for a few days. Or Like like, where we actually had to, like, take a breather from ourselves, from each other? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, anytime you and I have any sort of disagreement, we don't really fight about it. We just talk it out more Mm -hmm. than I do with probably anybody else. I would definitely say that I could agree to that. This situation, and I don't know if this is the same for all you guys as well, or... If you guys have that one person that for whatever reason, like the communication is more listened to than like from other people. And I think that goes back to just the dedication we have for this relationship. Yeah, for sure. We can feel some type of way 
But at the end of the day, the first or the last option isn't to just walk away from. Right. Like, we're not here just, like, fighting dogs, you know, like. Right. It's not one of those things where it's like, well, we have a conflict and I don't see a resolution. So good luck in life. Yeah. Like, there's no. It's not a thing. The option isn't not resolving it. Right. Or walking away or letting. Because when we have tips, it's usually about something that's like you know, the other person's, like, beliefs are, like, hey, this really bothered me. It's not, like, I don't like that you said you didn't like my fucking shirt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, surface yeah. level shit, right? So, like, when these conversations True. get brought up in this specific relationship, like, we're way past surface level. You yeah. like cucumbers and I don't. Or, like, whatever the fuck, you know? Right. It's definitely, like, the <clears throat> quote-unquote fights, if you want to call them that, that we have are not they're very deep things and most of the time we have a resolution because we agree on a lot of things we just mm-hmm. say things differently right so like it's not like we're, I feel like half the time you and I are saying the same thing just in a very different way so at the end of it mm-hmm. the conclusion matches right it's just like talking through and like getting each other to both understand the different sentence on either side if that makes right. sense yeah you Whereas know, so I, I like... don't have that relationship with anybody else in my life. <laughs> I was just about to say, so if I were to compare this to as like a best friend relationship compared to, I'm going to compare it to my partner relationship and then mm-hmm. compare it to, let's say my mom. Uh-huh. All three have like their very own space. Like y'all have your own space to be held in like the life of Cheyenne, you know? Right. I would say my confrontation with you is very little hardly Mm -hmm. ever literally we don't because if it's something little I'm not gonna say hey the way you didn't put your fucking Starbucks cup in the trash really bothered me like I'm not gonna say that I'm like bitch put your fucking trash away right you know like it's not like and when you get out of when you get out of my car and your coffee cup and your soda cup or cylinder I'm gonna say bitch get your garbage what are you doing exactly my point what kind of animal do you think i am (laughs) but if you put that into comparison with like my significant other who i live with if that is the pattern you just aren't throwing your fucking cup away my significant other if we're having that conversation that then bleeds into house chores Uh and divided responsibilities and like the equal partnership that we have Mm-hmm. that like if you see said trash regardless if it's mine or yours throw it away because if you don't throw it away you're leaving it for me to throw away right it's like things you are balanced and like that one thing can like throw things off a of balance and everything that's on that scale just slides down <laughs> that's exactly how it is because in our relationship like a friend relationship you don't I mean usually you don't live together but you usually balance each other out in like other aspects. Like if I'm having a shitty day and I need to talk to you, you're there. If you're having a shitty day and you need to talk to me, like I'm there. That's where the balance happens. Mm-hmm. In relationships, it's like more surface level just because you're more involved. Yeah. So that, like yeah. making dinner, the mental load of like remembering what's in the fucking refrigerator, having a grocery list. For me, it's like having a kid, packing a diaper bag, you know, right. like. The can you put the, the clothes in the dryer and then them not getting done. <laughs> right. Yeah, like the annoying ass, like every day, like chipping away at my 
myself, like those little uh-huh. things, that's like how it pans over to a relationship. And then like to my mom, because obviously our relationship is not like me and yours. Right. Right. Obviously it's not like me and my step together. Cause like she doesn't do what I like. My house has nothing to fucking do with her. She literally does not care. Does not give right. a damn about me, my mess, right. my whatever. You know? Yeah. She said, your life, your problems, don't need it, don't want it, <laughs> leave it over there. So, like, the confrontation, if there were to have any with my mom, it would also be very, I don't know, it wouldn't be as deep as ours, because, like, mm-hmm. ours, like, we're now starting this new, we're mapping out this new life together, right? Right. My mom at, was supporting me. She's along for the ride, whichever direction that goes. Right. Wherever the boat's sailing, you know, she's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, if I were to bring up, like, hey, mom, you're leaving trash around my house, she would be, my mom, she would probably be like, and I picked up your trash for 18 years. Right. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that kid you drop off every day, do you know what he leaves around my house? <laughs> exactly my point. So, like, there's no, I feel like there's just, like, huge divides between what your relationship looks like and then the communication and, like, quote, unquote, fights you have within those. Right. Because it's how deep does this like parade go? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like me and you, we don't fight over like cash app, but that's because you won't fight about money. Because <laughs> I won't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but me and like my partner, obviously, we don't fight about money, but finances are in most relationships. Right. A that's huge. A tr- that's a big trigger. Like wall. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's your livelihood. It's your future. It's your, you know, it's everything when you're in a relationship, which is kind of shitty to think that, like, you know, the finances, like, kind of have this, like, cloud above whether it's gray or white. It's still there, mm-hmm. you know, but I finances has been always been a trigger for me, just like in general, because mm-hmm. I've seen so many people just like tear apart relationships because of it or just like put that in between you know people like they make it a problem yeah like I think money is great like I will any opportunity that has to do with money that helps Mm -hmm. any party that I care about I'm all ears like there is a huge positive side to like let's say if you had ten thousand dollars and you were like if I had $11,000, I could put it to X, Y, Z and have this bigger, better thing. Mm-hmm. Let's figure that out. Right. You know, like, let's see, like, see that through. But then I see people who sell shit to each other and then try to, like, take it back or buy it back when they go to, like, get rid of it. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, weird ass, like, just weird ass shit. Just letting money, like, linger. Well, and then you like, also maybe have... That wasn't- like going back to that ten thousand. Okay, I have ten thousand, but I need eleven thousand to do this thing. What can mm-hmm. I do to get to that dream? Versus the people that go, I have ten thousand. I'm not going to think about what I can have better. I'm just going to go blow it on whatever I can find. Like the smaller mindset, right? With money, yeah. The yeah, and I feel like not, people hold that. What can I do to further this to something I want? It's what can I go blow this on right this second? And if somebody simply had that mindset, I could not be in any type of relationship with them. You can be impulsive. Obviously, we're best friends and you have a fucking right. shopping problem. 
like you can be impul- like we have another girlfriend that's like very impulsive buys whatever she wants whenever she wants it does not right. matter how much money she has she's gonna have what she wants and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine you know right. literally do her. whatever you want with your life right but the second your whole life is based like your happiness is based off of that finance load or that your happiness will be debated off of how you spend that 10 grand instead of enjoying now not spending 10 grand and then also enjoying when you have that 11 grand doing bigger and better things Mm -hmm. right i just feel like people with money are just they just get fucking weird and i've always hated it absolutely hated. i mean yeah like i do feel like a lot of people are weird about money you know what blows my mind off this funny topic is when people say or think that their worth is the money. And I'm talking like obviously in like oh. romantic relationships. Yeah. Like, well, like, but oh, I buy I'm you things provider. and I pay the bills and I got you. Okay. But that doesn't make up for your shitty personality. I I wish y'all could see my face right now. That talk about sending somebody off. That oh my god. If you're not yeah. a fucking millionaire don't talk to me if about you're not money. making boot go dollar yeah don't come don't come for me about money yeah same feel the it second and if you choose I to say, pay my bills i'm not going to ask you to but if you choose to that's on you that's not on me anymore yeah like the holding over the head people use it as such a control oh, and i know this yeah. is like a whole other thing but like for one fights and relationships a lot of times are because of money mm-hmm. just in general like friendships fight over money or like like, even you, you could choose to say, Cheyenne, you didn't cash at me $15 the other day. Like, this is hella I mean, disrespectful. Like, you don't want to X, Y, Z, you know? If I was really petty, I would go through uh-huh. my bank transactions for the last year and a half and put together a total. I mean, that's exactly but, my point. You could. And a lot of people are like that. I just that. don't care about the 5 and $10 here and there. Like, what is it right. going to change? I mean, at this a point, five, we're married, a, so. I mean... <laughs> Right, like a five dollar bill floating around in my purse is not save is not doing anything for me. (laughs) But me buying a cup of coffee for my friend, that's doing something for me. You know what I mean? Yes, I a hundred percent agree. I a hundred percent agree. What's something that obviously we've talked on here our fair share of past relationships and issues in them. Uh-huh. Have you found ways that have worked for you specifically on how to fight fights without fighting? If I did, I wouldn't be single. <laughs> you straight no. no. I mean, have not work in progress. I wish. Th- I think it's because of the personality of the type of men that I have dated in the recent past. Mm-hmm. Is that they just like, not to sound terrible, but like on a scale of human, they're like a seven and I'm a 10 as far as just like, like human decency. Yeah. So trying to have like yeah. a decent conversation with somebody who is just like not on your level, like intellectually or developmentally, like it's difficult. And then it goes back into I mean, the defense side of things. If you're 
if someone is a D student on the emotional intelligence scale and you're Mm -hmm. a B plus, Mm -hmm. that's a huge difference. Obviously, there's room for for improvement on both sides and y'all can work on like learning how to communicate together. But if that D student thinks he's not doing anything wrong and that his way of doing things is fine and it doesn't matter because it's never been a problem for him with the people he knows, mm-hmm. that's also its own problem. Yeah, like if you're not stuck willing in that to like, wheel. like I'll go down a step, but that means you have to come up a step. Mm-hmm. And if I go down a step and you don't come up, and then I have to go down again, and you still don't come up, if I have to go down one more step, we're fighting. When at that point you're just stooping to that person's level, whether that be right. through pettiness. I'm or like degrading myself or being disrespectful. To... Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's like I just feel like that's a trap that I have fallen into. And part of that goes back to my self-worth, my lack of self-worth. Is that like mm-hmm. that's what I feel like I deserve? Like not setting know... a boundary like high enough. Right. Even though I know I deserve better than that. But mm-hmm. feeling that like deep down child inside of me that's not that feels like she's not good enough. So I settle. Mm-hmm. For these people that are lower than my like expectations <laughs> yeah like I don't want to sound rude or like that I'm like better than anybody but like emotionally intellectually I was a lot higher on the scale than said x so I was I was just about in to order say, for me to have an you... intelligent conversation with somebody or an emotional conversation with somebody if they're not on your level it's going to be a fight it's going to be an argument. There's going to be yelling because he's not going to hear me. He's not going to understand what I'm saying. I'm not going to understand what he's saying. And if neither one of us is willing to like sit down for a minute and like, hey, what are you actually saying to me? Then there's never going to be a solution either. Yeah, you guys are just like arguing to argue. Right. Or like and... until one hears just enough to like stop talking. Right. Or walk away. And like, you know and it mean? gets to the point where like the smallest pet peeve or thing that he does will irritate me to the point that like just hearing his name, like mm-hmm. this fire burns inside of me when I see his name on my phone. Because I get <laughs> like everything comes back and I get so angry. And I just like, want to like fight. Like worked up over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I've had my fair share of unresolved conflict with one person mm-hmm. where you sit there and fight the fight and then issues keep happening and you just keep stacking it princess in the pea type shit right like just stacking the fucking mattresses on that hoe and it's one of those things where the issue at first might have been you didn't throw your cup away on the counter uh-huh but then after 30 not throwing the cup away, 30 not taking out the trash, 30 not offering to vacuum or sweep or whatever, you know what I'm saying? At this point, right. you're at like 160 occurrences where now you're left feeling X, Y, and Z. You know, like you're doing right. the work, but, you know, it's not equal. And this person doesn't the value is. your home mm-hmm. the way that you and do. Now he's being disrespectful because he doesn't care about how hard you're working or... Right. And then, like, yeah, resentment builds, and yeah, yeah, yeah it just like <laughs> and it's snowballs. Just a pile. Yeah, I feel it. 
And then you get to that point where you're just like fucking burning inside and you're just like, I'm not this shitty of a person, but because of all of this, I am now right. this person that is like a taking time bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like every time I talk to my ex, mm-hmm. everything, everything that annoys me or irritates me or frustrates me about him just instantly pops up. And like he could just like, be saying, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, I don't like the way you said that. You said that like you didn't mean it, so I'm not gonna answer the question. <laughs> I'm laughing because I understand. Like some motherfuckers could breathe and I would literally lose my shit. Yeah. You know, just because of all that like baggage that comes with it. Because right, there's see... so much built up that the smallest, like if he just like, like inconvenience the sigh and I'm like it's done let's go you're acting like you're tired (laughs) right yeah that's exactly what it is and I hate that feeling I hate feeling like that person but like sometimes you just can't like there's nothing I can do about it I can't change him obviously Mm -hmm. my only response is to what like leave him on red fine but like his name's still at the top of my texts you know (laughs) yeah I just text everybody I know so that his name goes further down. (laughs) I have a, I have had this like forever struggle of balance when it comes to, and it comes into my life specifically in moments where I'm trying to fight without fighting. Mm -hmm. And that's because in front of you, Cheyenne has a problem with X, Y, and Z and needs to get that single point across so that we don't do this next time. And that Cheyenne is happy and then can be a better friend, partner, whatever to mm-hmm. you, right? Yeah. Ultimately, that's what it results in. But in those same moments, it, in front of you, Cheyenne, is just trying to get one problem solved. Another part of Cheyenne is trying to save the person I'm talking to from their natural consequence. Mm-hmm. And by that, like when I say, hey, when you do this, it hurts my feelings. I'm also trying to then cushion their feelings about me telling them essentially right. they're not good enough or they could do something so you're better. You're like, hey, I know I don't do this all the time and I'm not good at that. But like when you do that one thing, like, I'm sorry, I'm feeling you know? Yeah, right. And see, that's not necessarily a healthy way to look at it either. <laughs> yeah, so I'm over there also. It's, it's not because then I have like a third part that's like the, I can accomplish anything if I just put my mind to it. In that anything could even be partners that male and female in my own personal experience <laughs> that are not in the place or have ho- held space for their own feelings in the way of like taking the time to like look inward, learn, like learn better communication skills for themselves, like learn their boundaries mm-hmm. and what they want. And, you know, like just taking that self-reflection time and like learning just as an adult, just like, you know, taking that time. Mm-hmm. So when I'm feeling all three of these things, like. I can accomplish anything regardless of your level intellectually or mentally or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mother the fuck out of this situation. So I'm just holding a damn pillow that you can fall on. And I'm the one being hurt in this situation. (laughs) Let me tell you. I don't think that works out so great. (laughs) I feel it because I am definitely like, I know that the way I communicate sometimes is not in a healthy or helpful way. 
I know that I get defensive. I like I know these things. And they're all things that I've like the especially the last year, mm-hmm. I've really been trying to like put time into not reacting to certain things or reacting mm-hmm. in a way that is equal to said thing versus like somebody like, saying one thing and me blowing up or them saying something serious and I make a joke. Like your energy matching the situation. Yeah. So those are things that I definitely feel like like I feel like those are issues that everybody has and everybody goes through mm-hmm. situations where like yeah your energy's not going to match the situation all the time. But being right. aware of that and conscious of that I think changes your whole outlook on a quote-unquote fight. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. And for context, me and you recently had a serious conversation. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's listening knows she's very reactive to fucking everything I say. <laughs> and in this situation, we were both very like respectful of each other in this situation, regardless mm-hmm. of like if one of us was feeling one type of way and the other one was feeling one type of way. Like we were able to like hold space for like you feeling how you were. You were feeling and uh-huh. me feeling how I was feeling right does that make sense yes versus also we're both like, I don't crying in the middle of work having this conversation because <laughs> tears <laughs> pouring down my face <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, they didn't say this is gonna be easy okay but in these situations where the simplest thing of just me acknowledging how you were feeling and you acknowledging how I was feeling mm-hmm. simply let us feel that situation and just validated like that whatever we were feeling was a hundred percent okay in that moment. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that gets missed a lot is like when you're expressing how you're oh, feeling, sure. but not taking into account how it feels being on the receiving end because no one fucking wants to hear they're doing bad. No. And that specific or conversation that we they're had hurting you, that specific conversation, mm-hmm. if I would have had it with anybody else, I would mm-hmm. have went off. Well, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad it turned out okay. I mean, but okay, but uh, in this specific situation, obviously we're not going to go into great detail, but in this situation, you had voiced that you did feel attacked at one point. Yes. There was you know, in that initial statement. So it like really felt like, okay, she's coming at me specifically. Right. And then at that very moment, like you were triggered and by you under, like you sitting in that feeling, like within yourself, you were mm-hmm. able to then express maybe not in the beginning express like hey I understand that there is an issue at hand but that mm-hmm. the way it was approached like really triggered me because obviously you were triggered in that moment you're not right. gonna say and I think a lot of that was just being very caught off guard with that conversation <laughs> at work again like, y'all we were at work <laughs> I think that was probably oh, like a big part of the initial mm-hmm. reaction too right but like I said, if I would have had that conversation with anybody else, it would not have gone the way it did. But I'm glad, though, because I feel like that was a very hard conversation. And It was. Something my therapist told me is if you're scared or over anxious about having conversations, to, like, role play them with somebody else. Mm-hmm. On, like, what would this actually, like, look like? Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you know you're going to have to approach somebody, like, let's say, for example, you don't like to talk about money with people. Right. If you knew, let's say you were going to talk to a coworker, for example, that you let borrow money and they haven't paid you back. If you were having that conversation and you were like overwhelmed and like worked up about said thing, uh-huh. if you were to then like tell me about it and be like, hey, Shine, like I have this, I have to talk to my dumbass coworker, da 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 da. He right. owes me money, da 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 da, you know? And then we could go through, like run through 
those like different scenarios yeah like if he has this approach like how would that look and like if he uh-huh. because I had a hard conversation and then that was coming up and I had mentioned that to her but she was like how's this week going and I was like well I've been anxious because of x y and z and then she did just that she's like uh-huh. find somebody in your village that like you can do this with and then have do this exercise map it out like example a b c how it would turn out Mm-hmm. bullet point the points that you wanted to go that you know that you need to get across regardless of the outcome mm-hmm. and I had like four and in the actual conversation after it happened in real life I had those four things and I deadass went back to the notebook that I was writing because I felt myself getting overwhelmed and I was like uh-huh. hold please literally grabbed what I wrote and then I was able to like end the conversation without letting myself like explode or like fall off the cliff and then just be like word vomiting every feeling I've ever fucking felt yeah no I'm a big big supporter in writing things down and then reading Mm -hmm. what you wrote down because it's a lot of times it's easier to say let me write down my feelings and then say let me tell you how I'm feeling and just please let me finish before you interject because I feel like when you feel mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. then you try to have a conversation, you don't get to express all of those feelings. Like every point doesn't get hit. Right. And then you leave that conversation feeling like, okay, well, I said this, but I didn't get to say these two other things. And those two other things might be a little bit more important than the one thing we started with. Yeah, I definitely. This is my, I would say this is my first time like writing something down. And holding myself accountable in that very moment to what I wrote down. Not like writing my feelings out and then giving it to the person. Yeah. But having like bullet points and me being like, these are things that are non-negotiable. Like I have to bring up in this conversation. And then in the moment, like holding myself accountable and like not letting myself get out of the conversation without saying everything I want to say. Yeah. Or talking about everything I want to talk about. And let me tell you, if y'all haven't tried that, you should because it was a like mentally whether it did something for the actual conversation obviously I can't tell because it ended up how it ended up uh-huh. but for my just like mental state during the conversation it brought like a lot of ease and like structure I would say to like my mental state during a Did you feel like less anxious about the conversation having those bullet points yeah I would say less anxious and Cheyenne that wrote those down held Cheyenne that was like overwhelmed in the situation accountable mm-hmm. and it like I a few days prior made myself on that day feel heard and like validated mm-hmm. you know because like obviously my conscious self had talked through every outcome every situation everything I needed everything I didn't like whatever wrote it down and then not so consciously thinking Cheyenne (laughs) right like got brought back to that and was like okay so this is like for real these thoughts are being accounted for this is not just like some Mm -hmm. willy-nilly throwing feelings at the wall like they're fucking pasta noodles you know right and hoping something sticks yeah you know because once you hit a certain point you got like five minutes of like good conversation the rest is like fucking a word vomit and then you're just like mm-hmm. every feeling you've ever had every hard right because then like talked about 
And if something that like might not seem that relevant gets ignored, that thing is still lingering even after the conversation. Yeah. And I feel like that's a hard, I used to be really good about writing (laughs) things down. I haven't done Mm -hmm. it for a long time and maybe I probably should. But like I used to have notebooks and notebooks. I mean, I would just lay in bed at night and just write every feeling I had down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those feelings got expressed to people. Sometimes they just stayed in the notebook, but they were out. Yeah, it was like they're they're being expressed. Right. And sometimes that's like sometimes that's just important as having the conversation. It's just getting them Mm -hmm. out of your system. Well, I think that just comes down to you taking the time to like hold space for how you're feeling Mm -hmm. like if you've had a shitty day like understanding the points that made it shitty the points that you know it was still good and that you didn't let one shitty thing drown your whole 24-hour day or like yeah you know like your positive and negative things like throughout the whole day therefore like letting yourself have a better day tomorrow essentially without having yesterday's bullshit starting it right and see, I have a really hard time with, like, if I'm having a bad day at work, coming home mm-hmm. and somebody saying something to me that has nothing to do with, like, or it's like, hey, can you make sure you start the dishwasher? Or, hey, how mm-hmm. come you didn't do this? Because I've already had a bad day. Like, I have a really hard time separating my bad day at work and then like coming home, home. And, yeah, like, that is something I'm trying really hard Mm-hmm. to work on and same vice versa if I have a bad day at home not going to work with a chip on my shoulder going to work being like I am at work I am a different person this is a different situation mm-hmm. you know let things go leave that in the car you can go pick that up on your lunch break <laughs> but leave it in there for now mm-hmm. that's like my big thing that I'm trying to work on because I know that that's been some of my problems in my past relationships is getting so like worked up at work and then coming home and like the smallest thing triggering a huge fight and then you just like unleashing yeah off of that one thing yeah because I hate that and I feel like especially my last relationship I did that a lot or like I would just unleash like you would just have shitty days right and I would just like let shit go that had nothing to do with said person but said person did one thing that like irritated me. So he got all of it instead of just the one thing. Like he ended up being like the punching bag because of yeah. this yeah. little like pet peeve or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I've been, I'm, I'm not one that brings work home and then gets mad because of like work baggage. But I have definitely been on the receiving end of that. Like trying to get through to somebody that has work baggage or like has a more stressful day job. Mm-hmm. That, like, it gets to the point where they feel like they have to bring it home, you know? Yeah. Trying to break that barrier is so hard because you're so fucking angry for whatever. Just, like, overwhelmed. You're feeling overworked. Like, you're upset. You're yeah. whatever. So, like, when things like that happen, like, it's so hard to, like, manage on, like, yeah. both ends, you know? For sure. Goodness gracious. How are you working I said goodness gracious because I just like had a flashback of like all the shitty times I've had that experience. <laughs> what is how, what is a way that you're trying to work on? I mean, I'm literally telling myself that when I clock out, what happened here stays here. Mm-hmm. 
and I, you know, I think so. I mean, I will take the back roads home. I will listen to music. Like, I will make sure that I am doing whatever I can to be in a good mood when I get home. And it's a little Mm, bit easier when, like, the sun's out and I can roll my windows down. I'm taking the back roads. I'm driving through the woods. Get that fresh air. Get those endorphins (laughs) going, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely easier, like, you know, when it's warmer. When it rains... I that's where like things really go downhill for me well at least you're starting in the summertime you know so you'll go into seasonal depression hopefully like through a hive so but like even if something happens at home and I'm like irritated or frustrated when I'm driving to work I know that Mm -hmm. when I use that key card to swipe open that door that at holding problem doesn't exist anymore I mean that is true you just gotta like take off the backpack for a little bit right and it's, I mean, it's, it's hard to do, but it's definitely like, I'm more productive at work when I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about whatever I have to do at home or whatever's irritating me or frustrating me at home. And same when like I come elsewhere, home, like wherever the problem is, right. When I come home, if I had a shit day at work and I come home, if I don't let that go, I'm just going to come home and go to bed versus coming home, mm-hmm. taking my dog for a walk, cooking a meal vacuum like you know doing these mm-hmm. things I'm just gonna go to bed and then I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be mad that I didn't get anything done when I got home from work like that you wasted a day away because of you weren't able yeah. to get over whatever the issue was. yeah for sure I mean so... even you taking a little bit of time just to like listen to music that'll like put you in a better mood or like mm-hmm. driving around roads that are like enjoyable not like through traffic you know what I mean there's those yeah. little things will help you even like that much more you know yeah, because I feel like, I mean, sitting in traffic will change your whole Makes mood. Rage. <laughs> Versus, like, let me, this back way might be, like, three minutes, it might take me three minutes longer, but, like, I'm on these backcountry roads with all these trees, so, like, I feel better as a human. You just, like, enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. So, you know, I've been, like, like I said, going out of my way to kind of do things for my own mental mm-hmm. to separate my work life and my home life. And okay. we, I mean, we, we created a new rule in our group of friends that we're not allowed to talk about work on friend mm-hmm. days anymore. And I feel like that's helping. Cause I'm I, was not, like, I was like, and it's for that reason, you know? Right. Because like, I'm not going and hanging out with friends and then bitching about everything that happened at work, which right. is like, we're our home away from home. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, Man. Well, and, I'm happy that you're starting. <laughs> right. I'm happy that you're starting, like, and you're acknowledging that, like, you have these like hurdles to get over just like within yourself because I feel like if you a lot of the issues I've run into with other humans just in general every aspect of my life it usually comes down to one person and I'm talking like continuous issues I'm not talking Mm -hmm. one not taking the trash out but after like built up issues usually it's because someone hasn't spent the time to acknowledge that they have the issue or that they help create this issue or that there's a boundary that needs to be had so this issue isn't being surfaced or you know it all comes basically down to like you just looking at yourself and being like these are my problems 
I have to work on them. Here's my positive things that I'm good at. And then this is what I need so that I can regulate both things. Yeah, I think acknowledging, like acknowledging that, hey, I actually have work to do on myself before I can be a good friend or a good partner. Like that's a huge first Mm -hmm. step is being like, there's these things about myself that I don't really like. I feel like that's like, I would say that's the first like 30%. It's just like understanding who you are. Like it's so hard to like be aside yourself and be like, oh weird that's actually fucking me right and I think like, oh the weird last... this is coming from this yeah and I said I think the last like year of you know getting my anxiety diagnosis being on the medication doing the therapy I feel like I can like see where my faults are and start to take responsibility for those faults mm-hmm. and working on what I can do to change those behaviors or habits or whatever. Right. And that's, I mean, that's a huge step. You've gone to this point in a whole years of work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel and like I'm a very you're... different person than I was when we first started this podcast or when we first even had I the agree. idea or, you know. I agree. And I feel like next year, if we did, if I asked you the same question 365 days from now, you'd be a whole separate person again. You know, like it's so crazy. Like once you start to understand yourself more, how that reflects on just like how you approach just any situation, any situation. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my whole life, I've just been like in this shell that people put me in. And I just was like, okay, I'll just stay here because like it's, it's, it's comfortable here. I don't need to be better. And like the last year, I'm like, this shell doesn't fucking fit. This is not me. Like, where am I? I? Now. Like, this isn't, this isn't it. No, and I'm very. None of that stuff is easy, but it's worth it. I am very happy where you're at and how far you've come. How do you think? And, no, and I, I mean, obviously we're very like, uh, we support therapy on this podcast. Oh, 100%. We support, you know, we're here for the growth when it comes to, sorry, I was definitely just killing a fucking bug. Um, when it comes to mental health and taking care of yourself you know mm-hmm. so, well that's yeah. even yeah. when you said you were gonna start therapy I made me very happy for you I've always been pro therapy but I would say now because I'm in I mean obviously I'm a new first time mom mm-hmm. and I have a lot of generational trauma to unpack in this little body of mine <laughs> uh a part of me has always wanted to but uh-huh. now that I have a son it was definitely like my extra little push because like got me yeah if you think I'm putting any other shit on him you know right and I'm glad because I feel like person go ahead I was just about to say a person that isn't connected to your personal life just looking at you without like knowing who you are their questions maybe what they're saying literally has no doesn't add anything to you I don't think that's the point of therapy is they're not there to give you answers they're just there to bring up topics you're subconsciously afraid to bring up for yourself oh 100% like she'd be asking me questions and I'm like low-key offended that you just fucking asked me that but I guess I'll think about it and shed a tear right now you know yeah yeah and like just correlating like this goes to that is just a huge thing because you're like oh that makes perfect fucking sense or like that's why I'm doing this and it's like a direct correlation just having that little bit more information is just like yeah like when you can can, when you can connect the dots it makes it a lot easier not only to understand but to correct yeah when you especially when you know the trigger and you can be like don't fucking do this because this is a direct correlation and then you see it like unfold in front of you and you're like right wow it was that simple like i tell everybody 
please don't yell. It triggers me. I will cry if you yell. I have childhood trauma around yelling. If you yell, I'm going to cry. You will either, you will cry or yell back. And neither but if I'm yelling back, my voice is cracking because I'm about to cry. <laughs> but see, you know that. So the second somebody raises their voice at you, like in a aggressive manner, you could instantly like shut it down. Like you don't, it doesn't need to get that far for you to yeah. recognize it's not a safe space for you emotionally, you know? No, nope. And that's, I mean, that's something I've been aware of for a very long time. Just yelling in Just the yelling thing. Yeah. It gets me. Yeah. Cuts me deep. I mean, well that was a fun ride to be fucking yelling at you but yeah, right. yeah we definitely that was a fun ride that was a good roller coaster and up and a down but see i feel like these conversations well, are the conversations you should be having with your friends they should be because fighting is inevitable you're going to fight in every right. single quality relationship you have mm-hmm. and i say quality because like you don't fight with acquaintances and if you do why are you fighting with acquaintances right um, i mean <laughs> Also, and if you're not fighting with the people you love, that means you just don't care enough about For it to be that. Yeah, that means you just don't care. So if you care about somebody, you're going to fight with them, but do it in a Make way sense. that makes sense to that person and to you. And don't use you statements. Yes. No attacking. Yeah. Because again, and if you're feeling attacked, say let you're them know attacked. that you understand and that you apologize for making you feel attacked. <laughs> Yeah, acknowledge. I feel like acknowledgement in any sort of Valid- conflict is a huge thing. Validation, holding space for their feelings. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Okay, this is a long one. I was just about to say, y'all, if you learned anything here, it's go to go and get yourself a therapist. Mm-hmm. Know that you're not always right. Be aware. And of even if you are right, it doesn't mean that I was like the correct way to go about something you can be right about a situation or a topic mm-hmm. but if you don't know how to communicate properly it's not it doesn't matter if you're right take the time to understand the person you're trying to fight with yeah and if you need to schedule a conflict that's always fine too if you need to say you know what i can't do this right now but tomorrow at six o'clock let's get down to it that's also a great way to work on things or if you need to do it in text because in person it's too stressful <laughs> also a great way through email i feel like email is a good one because you somewhere can where you can't like word thing. vomit right because you can sit there and you can like curate the statement and send it and know that you're not going to get an instant response on an email they might not see that well, for right, an hour <laughs> well then you get all your points across right you don't have that like urgency of a text message that feeling of like they have to respond right now uh-huh. So that like pit of your Yell stomach your feeling out. waiting for a response. A response, goddamn. Yeah. Okay, we have to stop talking and I was we're gonna go on for another yeah. hour. Okay, love you bye. Okay, love you guys. Bye. bye.